The definition of a dream is a cherished aspiration, ambition, or ideal. We've all had hopes and dreams that didn't work out, or even ones that we didn't ourselves take steps to accomplish. But when you lose someone you love, someone you had plans with, or someone you had a long history and family with, well, that's a whole different loss of dreams. The future you always saw, the steady picture of tomorrow with your loved one is no longer a possibility. And that is jarring, to put it mildly. Many times people believe that they'll never be happy again. This is normal, but I'm here to tell you that it's not true. When the tears fall down your cheeks and you feel like your dreams, heck, your life has been shattered and you can't imagine having dreams come true ever again, well, you're in a good place for God to put those pieces together and create something you couldn't have imagined. There is a part you play in all this, and it begins now, not years down the road. In today's episode, we'll talk about how to allow God to use you today in preparation for your future. If you're cringing at the word future, and you're thinking, I don't even want a future, if it can't be with your loved one, well, then you're in the right place. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith, and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I hope you feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hey to everyone listening in Tanzania, our spotlight country this week. That's so cool. I also want to give a shout out to Texas and Washington State who are tied at the top with the most downloads. It's important for you to know that you are not alone as you walk through the hardest season of your life. In grief, beyond the loss of your loved one is also the loss of how you pictured your future. And be clear on this, I didn't say it's a loss of your future, but of how you pictured it. And when you're in the middle of the pain and confusion, those things feel like the same thing. I finally had peace in my life. I finally found the answers to two of life's biggest issues, I thought, <laughs> salvation and true health. I felt like my past and all the struggle of getting out of a negative drama-filled life was being rewarded by being a part of Monica's music ministry. She touched hearts in a way I never could, and to be a part of something faith-filled, drama-less, <laughs> was amazing. Now, did I ever think that I was supposed to do more than just be a part of what she was living out? Yes. But then I figured that might just be my ego. 
When we were given Monica's diagnosis and prognosis, it blew everything up in my world. My day-to-day life, my plans, hopes, and dreams were shattered in a minute. I know many of you have experienced that awful moment where nothing will ever be the same again, and there's no going back. Therein lies the struggle, wanting, needing, really I was demanding to go back to life before that moment when there is no way to be able to do that. Kintsugi, K-I-N-T-S-U-G-I, if you want to look it up, is the Japanese art, and my apologies to Ayako if I said that wrong, (laughs) of putting broken pottery pieces back together with gold. It's built on the idea that embracing the flaws and imperfections, you can create an even stronger, more beautiful piece of art. I've heard of this with stained glass too. You know, every break is unique. And instead of repairing an item to make it like new, this 400-year-old technique highlights the scars as a part of the design. See, the pieces won't ever go back to the original. And the pieces of your life won't ever go back to their original. It won't ever be the same. But there is hope for a stronger, more resilient you whose scars, they're highlighted by gold for the world to see what God is doing. Your life can still be used in a powerful way and not where you're putting on a happy face and trying with all your might to be a good example. What God does with our shattered pieces is to shine differently to a hurting world while giving you the peace, joy, and passion for life you thought died with your loved one. Know that you won't fully become the person God created. You won't fully live out your destiny without the loss of your loved one. I'm going to say that again because that one, that's hard to be okay with. Know that you will not fully become the person God created. You won't fully live out your destiny without the loss of your loved one. The life you lived, that was a chapter in your book, but it is not the full story. And believe me, I was so angry with God about this. I liked my chapter and I wanted it to be the whole book. I couldn't imagine building another happy life. I actually didn't think I deserved it because I remember saying about a thousand times that God took the wrong one. If I had died and Monica lived, she would be singing and changing lives in ways I never could. That made me question God's intelligence. (laughs) I think that was one of the reasons I thought I would have to do something big, like be a missionary in Iraq. You know, this journey of grief, it's a crazy one. So until you are brought to your knees, you don't rely on Jesus in the same way. Until you go through hard times, you don't have the same depth of character or integrity or perspective. And until you let go of your plans, of what you wanted and expected, what you're mad you'll no longer have, you won't walk in the fullness of what God has for you. He knew you were going to experience this pain. He didn't cause it, but he knew. He created you, knit you together in the womb. He knew 
that you would walk through this, and he is ready to redeem the pain. The real question is, will you allow him to? So how do you do that? Well, if you are in the I can't hardly breathe stage of grief, this is the most distant thought for you right now. And you might even think that I'm crazy for bringing it up. You need help getting through the day with the pain and overwhelm. And I'm sitting here talking about your future. Well, if you want a good future, you must do the work of grief even now. Pray, read, and rise. Now, it's been a little while since I've talked about those, but you have to stay in relationship with God regardless of what you have to say to him or if you have nothing to say. Just go to him in prayer and in reading the Bible. If you're still fighting with God and haven't come to the place where you can say, nevertheless, God, I trust you, then you just keep walking out each day and you draw closer to him. You hold on tight when the waves of grief hit. You rest after they've knocked you down and you fight another day, warrior. I'm telling you, people need you and what you were put on this earth for in this new and unwelcome season. There is still purpose for your life. You are unique by design and designed to be used by God. You are a warrior. There's no doubt about that. The strength in you can no longer be questioned by you. Your journey works, the work of your journey for this week are, number one, ask God to open your heart to acceptance of what has happened. And remember, we talked about acceptance before. Acceptance is not approval. It's not agreement. God doesn't need either of those. But within your heart, it is neither of those things. It's just saying without a certain cringe when you say it, Nevertheless, God, I trust you. So ask God to open your heart to acceptance of what has happened. Number two, surrender what you wanted, what you planned, what you pictured and hoped for, for your future. And number three, ask for open doors along the path you should follow. Don't try to be the missionary in Iraq like I was. (laughs) The big stuff, it's really in the little stuff. And a friend once told me that whatever God puts in your hands today is ministry. Just be open and willing. You know, there's no time frame for this. So don't start thinking that you're failing by not being there in six months, a year, or even longer. Remember, I wasn't there where I actually thought I might make it for two years at least. Now, if it's been a few years and you're feeling unsettled or believe there's more for you to do, then you keep praying, reading, and rising, and then listen to the Purpose After Loss episodes coming in September. It would not be a bad thing to revisit last week's Journey Works either, and that was to study the Bible and write down how God sees you and what God has said about your future. You can. I'm living proof. You can live an entirely different life than you ever imagined. Don't read these verses trying to figure out <laughs> what you're supposed to do. It's not, it's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, read it, take it in, and think of it as medicine for your spirit. Allow God to work out the details because he will. 
You can grieve hard, but have great hope. And here are some other ways for you to take action and connect. Get the what to do after the loss of a loved one workshop. I wish I had had this during my first two years. It'll be your compass to help guide your steps towards healing. And it's a lifelong investment in your healing because it's something you can come back to over and over again. Listen at the end for more details or go to grieftogreatday.com. The individual grief coaching. So if you're looking for clarity or help getting unstuck, sign up for a one-time session. Also the private Facebook group. Join a group of incredible Christian women who are walking this out with pain and praise. Their stories are incredible and the steps they take They're warriors, so join the group of warriors. And if you don't have a church home, visit mychurchopendoorchurch.com. Links to everything you need are in the show notes. In the meantime, remember who holds your future. Allow God to place the healing gold of your broken pieces as you will reflect his light in a new way. And if that's not today, that's okay. Let me plant a seed that it will come and keep on coming back to the house, keep sitting on this couch and keep taking steps, however small or slow, towards your healing. And here's some information on the workshop. Your search for what do I do now? It's over. If your loved one has just died and you feel like you're in the twilight zone and you don't know what to do, this is the workshop you need. What's just happened to you is surreal And the world can feel upside down. Getting through the day is hard enough, but knowing where to find help for what you're going through should not add to the overwhelm. Don't be frustrated searching for help and then do nothing. Mindless internet searches and the quotes on loss, the ones that make you nod in agreement, may provide momentary relief. But don't you want to truly heal? I know you'd rather stay in bed, but time alone does not heal all wounds. What you do with the time, that is what will determine your destination. I know you've thought, I never knew it would be this hard, but you don't know what role you play in your healing process. So in this workshop, you'll discover the most important actions to take in the confusing first days, weeks, and months of grief when the world has flipped and you're still in a fog. So think about this. What if you knew the next best step to take right now? as you're forced to live life without your loved one? What if you knew the destructive actions to avoid and why? What if you didn't need to sort through the list of try this or read that from well-meaning friends and family who haven't been through loss? What if you knew someone who saw the warrior rising within you while understanding the endless tears and pain you fight against every day? What if you could build your faith Instead of distancing yourself from God as you process the whys, the what-ifs, and the endless questioning. And what if you had help to live when you can't imagine life without them? Now, there are four actions to take, and the workshop walks you through each of them. They are, action one, pursue God. The power, it's not in religion. It's in the relationship. Action two, understand grief. Grief will affect you physically, spiritually, and emotionally in ways you never imagined. 
Action three, process daily life. The daily grind, that's where the battles are won. Action four, seek support. There's a lot of choices for support, both in person and online, but not in alignment with your Christian values. Do not wait to walk toward healing. Become empowered, not overwhelmed. I know everything else is confusing right now. This won't be. You're going to receive lifetime access to the workshop, a private Facebook group, six bonuses including audio and written downloads, meditation cards, and discounts. So if you're ready to finally take God-focused, healthy action, get rid of the overwhelm, the wishing and the wanting to get better, this, this is the place to start. I know what it's like to watch someone you love die, to sit in a corner and to scream, be angry with God and to hurt so bad you can't even describe it. I've experienced the kind of loss that takes your breath away. I've fought the endless tears and felt like a failure when I couldn't hold it together in church or as I ran out of the grocery store. There's hope and help. You can heal and get to the point that you're ready to create a life for yourself. And if that sounds far away or even impossible, then you're in the right place. God gave me the heart and the passion to help you walk through the hardest moments. You need to know there's life on the other side of grief. Maybe you can't even breathe right now, and the thought of laughing or being happy again seems unrealistic. Your world has been turned upside down, but you can survive and even thrive. You will breathe, laugh, and live again. The healing you want is real, and it's within your reach. And this is where you start. Take faith-based action for your healing. Go to grief2greatday.com, grief2greatday.com. Click on Work With Me and scroll to Workshop to purchase today. Look, there's a money-back guarantee, so there's nothing to lose, but there is help and hope to gain. Don't delay. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.